0: This is Figure Indie Movies, I'm Jason And I'm Michael And today we are going to talk about Laser Blast And we're sitting here drinking New Holland Dragon's Milk Reserve It's the Raspberry and Hibiscus Dragon's Milk uh, from New Holland Brewing. They're out of Holland, Michigan. It's a lovely bourbon barrel aged stout with raspberry and hibiscus. Cheers. It's delicious. Yeah. There is a, there is a little booziness on the nose, almost like a, like a bourbon soaked cake, but it's smoky, a little smooth. It's got a nice dragon
1: on its label. A perfect drink if you're going to discuss Laser Blast. You probably want some alcohol in you. Laser Blast, <laughs> 1978, correct? Yes, 1978. And this came the spring after Star Wars. I thought the lead in this movie was Mark Hamill. The and lead is actually... <laughs> Kim Milford.
0: Who was in Jesus Christ Superstar. Yeah. Rocky
1: Horror Picture Show. The Broadway, Broadway. theatrical. Yeah, not the, the movies. Um,
0: the Broadway, the theater yeah. might explain some of his acting. Now that I think about it, yes. The, that would explain some of the expressive acting. The, Roddy McDowell's in this. Yeah, Rodney McDowell. Small role. I wonder if he is a band family friend or something. And Keenan Wynn. Keenan Wynn is is a known commodity. Yes. You know, he was at that time.
1: Eddie Deason, Eugene from Greece. I think this is one of his first movie. I mean, it might not have been the first movie he shot, but I think it was probably the first movie that was released with him in it. And he plays a bully. So, against
0: character. (laughs) He's a nerd bully. He's, bully. he's, He's like the nerd friend of the bully. Yes. Like he would not be a bully if he was on his own. He's with Chuck.
1: Yes. Chuck Chuck.
0: is the big. Chuck and Froggy. Big Chuck and Froggy. Chuck is sort of a big, beefy, meathead. Kind of. There was a Matthew McConaughey vibe from uh, Days and Confused. Yeah. Except like a bulkier version and a bigger bully. Ron Masak, M A S -S A K, who plays the sheriff in this, he is also. The Sheriff after Tom Bosley and Murder, She Wrote.
1: And then another uh, sad story, Cheryl Smith. She played Kathy, Kim Milford's Billy's girlfriend. And she made a lot of movies in the 70s. Like B-movies like Lamora, Caged Heat, Massacre at Central High. And then she kind of disappeared and I, I looked her up and she had a kind of sad story. She was, a, was an addict, kind of disappeared. Early 80s, you stopped seeing her. She passed away in her 40s from health issues related to the addiction. And she did a decent girlfriend role in this.
0: Yeah. Lamora. Let's, let's well, make fun of some of her work now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, I know. Now I feel horrible. One of the deputies. Dennis Berkeley plays Deputy Pete Unger. And we see him. like everywhere. Wasn't he in Mask? I think you know? he was in
0: Mask. I think he was in many Dukes of Hazzard yeah, episodes. Exactly. He's a He's a heavy set guy yeah. with a beard. Yes. Plays a biker. Could play, you know, a redneck. Yeah, he was in the 80s. He was just everywhere.
1: And then were, there were kind of like a a Laurel and Hardy vibe going on with those police officers. You got
0: you got the the comic relief, the the duo. And yeah, you're right, the the heavy set, the skinny.
1: David Allen did that stop motion, and that's one thing that I was enamored with the movie was the
0: turtle aliens. <laughs> this is a B movie, no <laughs> doubt about it, but that was actually pretty cool. Yeah, and I know was. I know a lot of people nowadays would look at that and just laugh, but we didn't have everything. No, you know, and I was four when this came out, yep. so it's like I wasn't even we. This was actually pretty cool. Yep. I thought I thought it was it was well done. They did with the backdrops. They they did what they could. I don't think the budget was very big, so they had people who were talented yep. on this. Yep. When it starts off, you have a. Alien figure
1: roaming dragging himself across a desert scape and you have these turtles this
0: this UFO come in. I'm gonna jump in real <laughs> quick and say it's clearly a human. <laughs> clearly a human figure. He's with, green with, skin with the green skin <laughs> and the gun on the end of his arm, some strange gun yeah. on the end of his arm. Then we see the aliens. Yeah. Now go ahead, I apologize. Yeah, no,
1: no, no, that, that's exactly <laughs> like it. the aliens show up. And they zap him. It leaves a carbon outline, scorched earth on this desert. Surprisingly, it doesn't destroy the necklace around his neck or the laser gun. This is when you realize this is this is not an alien planet, this is Earth, because a prop plane flies by, scares the turtle aliens, and they hightail it out of there.
0: <laughs> Which is sorta of the first question. I mean, what is up with the turtle aliens that they have these very powerful weapons? They're hunting down this creature with the gun on its arm, and then they get scared of the low crop duster plane or whatever it was.
1: Because why don't they shoot the plane? If this person was so important they had to destroy, why not finish the job?
0: Or just walk over and get the stuff and say, whatever, plane, what are you going to do? We're powerful. Yeah. Because I believe the person with the gun on his arm shoots them with his gun, and it does nothing to them. No. And then they shoot him back, and he disintegrates. So, hey, we didn't make the movie. We yeah, The turtle aliens go, yeah. get into their <laughs> thing, and slowly, that's what I really like, is this they're, they're slowly <gasps> rise up and slowly fly away. To our hero, played by Kim Milford,
1: Billy Duncan. And he rolls out of bed. And he rushes outside. You're assuming his mom, because later on, a reference is packing up. He does the sad trombone face. I don't know how old he is. Is he a high school kid? Is he. Because if he's a high school kid or younger, I could see, okay, this could be an issue. But if he's 16 or over, or if he's just a young nerdy well hanging out home post high school, not doing anything, because clearly later on, there's a reference says, Mom has money. That should he's, be a great day. She turns around and says, Oh, and he's like, where are you going? She's like, I got, you know, invited to Al Cause that happens all the time. You're you're just gonna leave your kid. He she might have left a note for him on the kitchen sink. He we don't know. She is taking off the alcapocal and leaving him behind. And this is to start off with of Billy's bad day, because he seems really sad about it, but to me, he has a roof over his head. He's a teenager and his mom is one parent because we have no reference about his dad.
0: The classic Southern California guy. <laughs> he's got the world by the tail.
1: There's nothing wrong with his life. We should point out for our younger audience that it was very common for men to walk around in the 70s without shirts on. <laughs> Far more common than it Casual is now. Casual
0: shirtlessness <laughs> was acceptable. Yeah. If you're working outdoors, it's <laughs> one thing. But if you're going to the mall, put a shirt on.
1: His first thing he thinks he's going to do is he's going to get up and he's going to bother his girlfriend. He shows up at his girlfriend's house. Her grandfather that she lives with suffers from dementia. And he starts going on and on and doesn't like Billy. Is talking about some paranoid delusion about Operation Sandust and all these things. And Billy is a nice kid. Well, shucks. I'll just leave, Colonel. Well, one, clearly this is really early in the morning. Billy's shirtless. The grandpa and his girlfriend, Kathy, just misses him. They have nighttime attire on like it's wintertime. She's wearing full
0: pajamas. She's got like a heavy flannel, full length that I think they got from Little House in the Prairie. It's like what the mom would wear to bed in Little House in the Prairie. And through all of this, you get the impression you're in like the southwest of the United States. I know it gets a little chilly in the evening, but you're in a house. There's no reason to be wearing this very heavy, curious. And once again, her home life, she lives with her grandpa. Yeah. Do we ever find out what happened to her parents? No. They're very down on parents in this movie. They don't like parents.
1: This is a teenager movie. Like, the parents are the peanuts adults. But were. we
0: don't even have parents to hate all No. Of. Parents don't even exist.
1: Yeah. Nah. Even Billy's mom, she doesn't seem mean. Like I'm sure she's the type of mom who left them a couple bucks laying on the table. Like, hey, take care of yourself. And Acapulco,
0: I believe wasn't. I believe it was work. Like it was a work thing. She got invited. She's like, she's got to. She's got to go do the hustle to keep all the money that people are telling you she has. Keep you in your cool van and your no shirts. (laughs) Costs a lot of money to keep you shirtless, Billy.
1: So first, like we said, mom leaves him. Girlfriend won't see him. So he's gonna take off and he's gonna drive around. And of course, he gets pulled over by the Laurel and Hardy the comic
0: relief cops runs afoul yeah <laughs> these these guys they got it in for him he's got a white van with gigantic Bigfoot footprints on the side hard to miss yeah it's a little conspicuous but they see him I don't even think he was speeding or maybe but they just they're like that's Billy so they pull him over he's like what do you want they're like hey Billy your mom can afford it blah blah yeah. here's a ticket what are you ticketing me for for being you Billy yeah give me another ticket yeah.
1: Once again, very polite to the police. There's no talking back or fighting. Uh, you do
0: sense some frustration. Yes, that, that that I think is more to say this happens a lot and people just see his mom as a piggy bank. Like she's it's a podunk little town. Her money's kind of keeping the lights on at the police yeah. station. So, he's he's bumming. Gets so, check this has been like... Th- yeah, third.
1: Third thing. Strike three. So then he says, I need something cold to drink. I'm going to pull into the gas station, grab myself a soda. And there he runs into Chuck and Froggy. Chuck the town bully and Froggy... His sidekick. His sidekick. and The, they, the guy who'll
0: kick you after Chuck beats you <laughs> up and knocks you down. Froggy's the guy who comes in and kicks you. Yeah. He's, exactly. he's that guy. Exactly. He's that guy. They challenge Billy to a race... Billy's driving this just sort of nondescript van, other than the big footprints on the side, which I'm sure he's proud of. And then the odd handhold right behind yeah, the driver's door. I don't, I've, I've seen a lot of those vans, and there's this and they use it. So I, I figured out what the usage was. They hold on to it, and they lean against the van. But they want to race. They go, hey, race us in That's your van. And he's like, yeah, I'll race, and it doesn't start now. So what's his solution? Get it started and drive out into the desert. That was one of the things I noticed. Was my stalled van? I finally got it to go. I'm just gonna book it out to desert.
1: He heads out to the desert. He just happens to pull up right next to that charred mark on the ground and finds. What are we gonna? Are we gonna call it the laser blast? I mean, what's our appropriate word? Laser blaster.
0: Laser blaster. Is that? I think that's that. Okay, let's use laser blaster. That's the laser blaster. I think. And it's gonna laser blast you. Yes but it's a laser blaster. That's true. So it's cool. like the laser blast yes, is the verb? Is that the verb?
1: <laughs> so we we'll refer to it as a laser blaster. And he finds that necklace, which looks like a hand
0: grenade. I think it's worth noting, just the, the scene, yeah. because he finds the gun. First, he holds it backwards. <laughs> yes. He holds it backwards. And this is where you get a little glimpse that Billy might be a little behind. Yeah. Because he acts sort of like a, five-year-old, like, jumping around. he has got He's pointing it backwards, and then he figures it out, and then he gets his arm in. Well, it doesn't do anything at first, and then he's just eh, pointing, and he's like, I imagine in his head, he's going, oh, this is what I do to the cops, and this is what I do to Chuck yeah, and Froggy. And froggy yeah. Because the gun doesn't work on his arm. He sticks his arm in the thing, and it doesn't work. And then he finds the necklace. You need the two together. Yes. The two things have to come together. The laser it's blaster. It's sort of like the staff and the headpiece of the staff of Ra. You need the two to be working. So he finds that and whoa. Laser blasting ensues <laughs> out in the desert. <laughs> Billy cuts loose with his new toy.
1: Let's all that anger out. Blasting shrubs. There
0: <laughs> is a little bit of like the the attempt of uh, the James Dean. Yes. You know, you're tearing me apart. But he's out there. He's taking his rage out, but he doesn't seem angry. He's very giddy. No, he's happy. And the way he's, that he's laser taking blaster. it, up, which is
1: <laughs> maybe telling. So Billy's bad day of these four bad things ends on a high note because he finds a laser blaster. And who doesn't want to find a gun laying down in the desert and take it home? Don't report it to any authorities. Another point is that he's wearing his famous blue shirt in that scene. Because that blue shirt, that's important because usually it shows up again and again regardless of what other wardrobe he's wearing for that day. When there's
0: maybe laser blasting. Maybe when there's laser blasting, <laughs> he has to be wearing that blue shirt. <laughs> I will say though, you, you find the gun, it's, it, it would be very cool. But now that I've seen the movie, yeah. it's not as cool. Remember the first person we saw with the laser blaster. They did not look like they were having a great time. No. Laser blasting.
1: He has a date with his girlfriend in the park. And he's really trying to smooth it up. He's laid out sleeping bags and a rug. Something's going to happen. The van doors are open. He has a nice table with a little table setting of wine. That's why I'm curious of how old they are. It was the 70s.
0: (laughs) And he could have just taken wine from his mom. She's rich. She might have a wine That's that's true.
1: And then we see Kathy rolling up on her moped. And she's looking around. And I'd love to see because she looks right in the back of the van and doesn't see him but that's where he's hiding <laughs> I mean after Paul she looks at he's like Billy and then she turns around and then he jumps out and scares her because like you said he a rest development a little kid like
0: yeah there's there's something a little off in his
1: personality but this getting back to your thing because she's like you know Billy like there's something so dark inside of you and you don't see it at all but she says stuff during this scene which what you know Billy right now she says stuff that makes no sense you have not seen that character at all
0: but it does. It does now. Some of his behaviors, he's not acting his age. I'm going to set up this lovely thing, then hide in the van and, and scare, scare you. Like yeah. you would do to your little brother. It's a, he's a strange person, this Billy.
1: Let's assume Billy finds that laser blaster mid morning, 10 o'clock. She already notices a spot on his chest where that necklace sits. Already it's having an impact on him. They decide to eventually go to Franny's party.
0: This is this what you're suggesting? That if the laser blaster hadn't been found, she might not be saying there is something so dark inside you.
1: No, I'm thinking that she probably would have said that anyways.
0: <laughs> that, that Billy's <laughs> behavior outside of laser yeah. blasting is odd enough to warrant saying there's there's something not quite right with you, it, bud. Exactly. Yeah, and it's yet, not no, just the laser blaster. Sure. The spot now there's he's because he's been beset.
1: No, I think Kathy noticed something beforehand. You know, She, saw she loves him
0: there. But there's Maybe I can Maybe I can love The weird out of it,
1: you eg- Exactly And she asks him Why can't you be More ordinary And <laughs> I'm thinking like He's the most ordinary kid That you've seen so far So the stuff she says At that time What are we not seeing And it's, it's
0: It's the opposite The the young ladies In these movies <laughs> Usually They're <laughs> usually Looking for the bad boy
1: they're, And he is vanilla
0: he, he is vanilla. and he's bad in the worst way possible because it's infantile. It's not like he's cool, risk-taking guy. He's like, I'm gonna go in the desert and like jump around with a stick that looks like a gun. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, dude, that's not, that's not really what we're talking about. We're talking about sort of the bad boy. <laughs> you're gonna play stick guns and you're 16, 17.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we should talk that Kim Milford and Cheryl Smith were, I think, in their late 20s filming this movie. Oh,
0: yeah, well, it would have been because died yeah. at 37 yeah. in like 1988. Yeah. so he would have been. Yeah, and she died in 2002 in her late 40s. So it's like so. a 90210. Every, so, you know, you, you're you're casting teens, but you need people in their 20s because yeah. they're mature enough to play a mature teenager. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> We go back to the turtles, and they're in space. Oh, yeah. Clearly, they've screwed up because their leader appears on the video, and he's squawking and chirping, and he shows a video. So, clearly, they have a camera. It's a
0: wonderfully placed camera. Yeah, exactly. Because it's a low angle, like, like somebody's standing on the ground... Taking videos of Billy shooting that gun. Laser blasting. (laughs) Laser blasting in the desert jumping around like a little frog and he says, you know, you guys need to about face. You didn't do your job and those two, they're they're sort of looking at each other like and then literally making (laughs) you turn in space. It was fantastic to see and I just thought what were they expecting? I mean, they have to be aware of the camera angles that their superiors have. And that they were sent to do a job, and they didn't do it. They thought, you know, we're just going to go home, and they're going to be like, good job. No. No. You left the laser blaster, man, and now there's another, this weird kid... Has it? You gotta go back. Gotta go back and finish your job. And they they act sort of chagrined.
1: I can't believe this is happening. Why are you talking to us? And they do
0: a wonderful job of expressing all the things because I know that's exactly what happened. Exactly, it's it's some of the best movie making (laughs) in this movie because I know exactly what's going on. The superior is sitting there with the horizontal thing in the background (laughs) on the screen. The screen I was bored. I went back again watching it and I was like I kept I really studied the stuff yeah. in the background yeah. <laughs> to see you know all the neat little things they add but I knew exactly what was going on that was some nice filmmaking because yeah. there aren't words they are going bah, bah, yeah. <laughs> and that's sort of the sounds. I think I do a pretty decent impression of no, them. No, you do. You sound just <laughs> like them. And that's all they're doing. But we know exactly no, what's going on.
1: So the best acting in the movie takes place with the turtle aliens.
0: And they go, they, they turn around. So they, we know they're coming back. Yeah. We know we're not done with them yet.
1: And if, if I'm trying to keep chronology right, this is still day one. So they left the Earth at the beginning of the day. And now their, their big boss man tells them to turn back around. These creatures have interstellar flight. They're smart. The whole idea of leaving that laser blaster. These two don't seem like they're doing their job very well.
0: They might be the two cops. That's what I'm of thinking the, of the alien, the alien
1: cops, the alien
0: race. They're yeah. the two, two no good cops.
1: To the end of the day, and they're at Fanny's party, <laughs> I've been waiting for this
0: party for a while. The person who hasn't been waiting for it is Fanny, yes. because
1: <laughs> Fanny.
0: Has all these people at her party, and she's pouting about the cake, or yeah. the cake, and that nobody would be there if she didn't have a pool. Uh. I'm not from Southern California, mm. but I know a lot of people have pools. Pools are pretty much dime a dozen. Yeah. You know, but she's sitting there. She has this great party. I
1: know. And she's moping. She's pouting. Sad trombone
0: the whole time. <laughs> Sad trombone. <laughs> and here's something I found funny, is that no parents again, but she has a cake. There's a cake, and my experience, like teenagers, there's going to be a bunch of beer, but nobody's going to be like, "We need to get Fanny a cake." Chuck and Froggy are there; they got their own grill, and they're doing what is it? Hot dogs? Yes. Is it hot dogs? They're they're red hot. red hot. Red hot. hot. Red Hots. <laughs> yeah. And I, and then this, I don't know, don't know if we know her name. No, I refer to it as the tease t-shirt because I think oh, eventually yeah, she, she has wears a tease a, shirt. She wears a tease shirt,
1: and she goes topless in a scene in this? Yes. Just you you at least a Billy... The see from the side. Yeah.
0: And he Billy doesn't know how to react. No, Again, exactly. Not much no. of a teenage boy. No, no. Who's like, oh, I've got a topless, attractive yeah. woman. So she's sort of, you know, the sexy lady. Yes. She walks over and there's Froggy, there's yeah. Chuck, and they're like, hey, Red Hots, Red Hots, yeah. get your Red Hots. And she looks at Chuck and she goes, Haha, I, didn't, I heard it's not so high. And then she walks away laughing. Chuck does not take this well. He's a bully. This this attack on his manhood. So he just walks over and in sort of a sort of a mean way, very hostile way, just walks over and kind of shoves someone aside, I believe, and then just pushes this woman into the pool. Yeah. Really. Checks a
1: brute. And this scene goes downhill because Billy is taking a nap.
0: He's feeling lazy. Feeling I think he says, yeah. I'm lazy.
1: Yeah, I'm lazy. Just laying there. He doesn't react to the topless tease shirt woman. He did, at the very beginning, help Fanny actually cut up the cake. He's sitting right next to her as <laughs> everybody's getting cake. It's strange because it's one of those TV shots where everybody's on the one side of the table. <laughs> like, no one's on the other side. Yeah. But he wakes up. It's getting dusk. And he asks Fanny, he's like, hey, have you seen Kathy? And she's like, oh, she went in the house and changed. And he walks into the house. They can't find Kathy. And eventually, he finds her and Chuck and... And this this scene was jarring. Like, Chuck and Froggy are are assaulting her.
0: Yes. They're, they're not taking no for an answer. They're not taking they're no for an answer. They're, you know, raping her. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no.
1: And Billy goes into action. He starts swinging at Chuck. It's a horrible scene. I asked you to watch the scene and just focus on Froggy, Eddie Deason's character. I did. Because... Yes. and I hate to laugh at a scene like that and it's horrible but I don't know who was telling him but he's throwing himself away like <laughs> yeah. like he does. I'm not sure he knows how to do a fight scene probably not he's very young this is his first movie but he's being like thrown off and he's exaggerating being thrown off yes at all I mean, it,
0: it reminded me of um, Patrick Stewart in Excalibur yeah he's trying to pull the sword out <laughs> of the stone and he can't he can't he just goes yeah. throws his arms yeah. up then they're going to leave and Chuck gets yep. up and grabs him. And then she grabs a tennis racket, hits him. I don't know how she knocked him out. But she hit him, knocked him out, and they left. And that was, you know, the most positive way that scene could have yeah. ended. Billy comes back in complete
1: (laughs) laser blaster mode in his blue shirt and he blows up Chuck and Froggy's car.
0: That is where we really start to see the choices Kim Milford made as an actor when he puts on the laser blaster... It starts making his his skin go like ashen, a green. Yes. We also, first we see the eyes change. These really, you know, disturbing contacts are in. Later, I think we get the teeth. The teeth yeah. really become more pronounced later. Yeah. But right now, it's just this green skin. And he's standing up on this hill above the house. Does these odd gesticulations where his arms are flailing about and back. And he's pumping the laser... The laser blaster, yep. mind you, adds about three feet onto the end of his arm. Yes. That should be pointed out. Yes. That it's it's his arm and then another. It goes into the yeah. sleeve and then it goes out at two, maybe three feet from his arm. Yeah. So he And he pushes it, pumps it in the air like he's pumping up the jams. And he <laughs> does all these strange interpretive dances. And he's doing that and nobody really notices him, but we see him. Pretty clear he's up there. And I found this interesting. When he blows the car up, Chuck's in the car. He doesn't like Chuck, but he Clearly. doesn't blow it up until Chuck gets no. out. He waits Chuck gets out of the car, then he blows it up and everyone goes, "Oh dear, that wasn't good." We move on.
1: And I think Billy's good side of him is still hasn't been fighting. completely
0: taken exactly. by the laser blast. There's still a bit of Billy. There's still The a bit Billy of that was still playing in the desert with his stick gun, but it was really a laser blast, still in there.
1: Day two starts at the sheriff's office. Mr. Tony Craig, secret agent man, shows up to the sheriff's office. And the sheriff, of course, he's sitting up there with his feet up, smoking a cigar. And Tony Craig walks in. Number one, to, like, put that cigar out. Get on your feet.
0: Take your feet off the
1: desk. Yeah, exactly. Like, Stand and, up.
0: And the sheriff just takes it. Because he, he shows
1: it. him his, Tony Craig, the spy, shows him his ID. And all of a sudden the sheriff's like, whoa, you're Mr. Bigwig.
0: I still think he backed down a little, yeah. a little, a little quick.
1: He's like, I want to sit off and I want any news going on as if the sheriff
0: controls the news. I don't think there's a lot of news. This is pre-internet. I think that part would be pretty easy because nobody's really noticing the laser blasting that was going on in the desert. No, No, The the guy in the plane who flew over the aliens clearly didn't report it. Didn't say, I saw a spaceship and some aliens laser blasting in the desert. That no. never nobody no. ever took that seriously. No. Tony Craig was was okay. All he needed to do, you gotta keep people in the town. First, did anything weird happen? Well, not much. Yeah. Just car blew up.
1: Yeah. Tony Craig immediately jumps to seal off the town. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, that's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's where you go when you hear about a car explosion in a small town. Kathy has come to Billy and says, Billy, we need to go to the doctor's. That spot in your chest looks awful. It looks... And he's like, I feel silly, Kathy. She's like, no, I'm going to drive you to the doctor's. And Rodney McDowell plays a doctor. Probably worked on this maybe for like an hour, like a weekend. You see that spot. He's like, okay, Billy, let's look at it. He's like, it is a...
0: It's big. The doctor, he's perplexed. It's a raised... It's on the center of his chest... It's raised about, it looks like half an avocado size. Yes. And then there is a hunk of metal right in the middle of it. Also showing immaturity.
1: If I had a giant sore on my chest that the middle part is turning into metal.
0: I'd bite the bullet. I I wouldn't just go get some tea tree oil and call it a day. I I would definitely seek out a professional.
1: The doctor, he's one of the first adult characters that you come across that he actually cares for Billy. And he says, do you mind if I remove this? And so he removes that hard metal piece, snaps a bandage on Billy, and sends him on his way. And this is a
0: bad sign for the doctor. It's... <laughs> <laughs> well, because he needs to get some tests done. Yes. That he calls his buddy Mike is his buddy's name. Yes. Mike is some sort of pathologist or something. I, I scientist. I don't know but he he doesn't mind staying at his yeah. office until midnight because the doctor for some reason can't get there until midnight. No. So he calls and repeatedly tells him You have to stay. Stay there until midnight. I won't be there no. until midnight. I have something you need to check out. Midnight rolls around There's the doctor Driving down the road Dark out Oh, There's something And then we see Billy Billy in his blue shirt
1: Billy in his blue shirt He's in the long sleeve blue Blue shirt shirt,
0: Open (laughs) Open Chest exposed The green skin Is really only on the neck up Because they didn't have enough money And the teeth He's got nasty teeth Big shine point teeth Lo and behold, he knows where the doctor is. He knows where the doctor's going. He knows where to stake out the doctor. Yes. And he knows to shoot his car. And blow the doctor up. Because he's going to take him to Mike. Spoiler alert. It wouldn't matter if a doctor <laughs> yeah. took this thing to him because yeah. Mike doesn't know, can't There's figure no sh- anything out. Nothing about this. I mean, to, <laughs> I mean, I get a little ahead of myself, but it's like Roddy McDowell <laughs> died for no. Uh, Roddy McDowell died because I think he had to be elsewhere. Poor yeah. Mike. Yeah. It's 2 a.m. They yeah. show the clock. Mike's still there. Someone's walking down the hallway. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, that, that guy like, makes uh, a weird reference. to my inner battery exactly. or something like that. <laughs> yeah. I think he must have been like the uncle of somebody <laughs> yeah. on the movie. There's and, a
1: clock in the background. It's 2.15 yeah, in the morning. Mike, finally Mike is a good
0: guy. I mean, he, he said, I'll be there after midnight. It's like two, I mean, I'm bailing. 12.45, yeah. I'm out. Mike, Mike
1: calls the sheriff. He, he calls someone on the phone and says, hey, contact the sheriff. The doctor doesn't show up. I, I see Billy's transformation to take revenge on the people who mistreated him. But a doctor didn't mistreat him. Like, the doctor is the only adult that you think like really cares for him in the movie, and he kills him. But you're right, because Ronnie McDowell can only be in the movie yes. for, like, he's like I'm like contracted Monday. for this. Yeah. You, ain't, you ain't getting
0: squat beyond that. <laughs> Tony Craig finds the accident before the sheriff, and he picks up the piece of metal. He sees it and slips it away into his coat. That's
1: the beginning of day three. That's the
0: first scene, because it's night, and then it's morning, and they're at the
1: accident scene. And you're right, he puts that away and he tells the sheriffs, you know what? We need to, we're running, he says, we're running out of time. So he knows something. We don't know what he knows. It's hard to explain what he knows, but he says, time is running out. He's very reticent. Uh, He's very reticent. He's not giving us much. They're at that scene. They decide said he's basically anybody who went to the doctor in the last twenty four hours, I want that list.
0: There's some pretty good detecting he does yeah, there. Yeah. He, I mean
1: the, He's got some detective yeah. more than a sheriff. Because yeah. that should be the sheriff's first thing is like someone kill the doctor, let's see who he, he makes. He wants to last. know who's at the party, and yeah. now
0: he wants who's, he's who's narrowing been to see the doctor. his
1: list down. Yep. Yeah. Even though that briefcase should be doing some detecting, it should point him in that direction too. But you he's fighting so. on two fronts. You, you would know? hope so. Detective work, science. <laughs> yeah. The deputies are sent out to bring Billy into the station. They pull over Billy. The deputy Unger really feels that Billy knows what's going on. And he assaults
0: him in the back of the, the car. It goes on about old school and yeah, like, exactly. new school and yeah. my school. And yes. then punches him in the groin. Yeah. They think he killed the doc. So he just assaults Billy, which is pretty much... The end for him. That's it. Billy's... Crazy crazy laser blaster Billy decides, you know what, I'm I'm not going to put up with this anymore.
1: I agree. And Billy is wearing a very tight sailor's shirt. He's in a detective. He's now brought to
0: the sheriff's station after the assault. By the way, his tight shirts don't reveal the huge lump on his stone. (laughs) No. At no point do you see that. You know, he doesn't choose to go with baggy shirts. He goes tight shirts. Until they open the shirt, you don't notice this huge lump on his... Chest Picking yeah. on Some continuity From yeah. the laser blast Isn't fair But No It's everything Everything's fair game
1: But after the, the Sheriff's office He says Oh I went to the doctor I had something removed From my chest They're like Oh can we see it Uh you know I don't think it's much It lifts up and everybody's like Oh my god <laughs> yes. Like the expression is like you, There's something wrong With you kid Like put that bandage on And get out Of the station
0: <laughs> well, It really was Because the metal Replaced itself Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And then Billy, he really looks humiliated. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can kind of, you sort of feel for the kid at times because the the heavyset deputy really reacts like,
1: like yeah. he's gonna lose his
0: lunch. <laughs> yeah, it's so disgusting. Yes, it kind of is. Yeah. So they're like, oh, okay, Billy. Yeah, we're done questioning you. They sort of tell the chair, the yeah. deputy, you know, dude, cool it.
1: And so they let him go They let him go And they say Hey do you want to ride home He's like no I'm okay Oh I love that
0: part I love yeah. that Where it You don't say Do you want to ride Because they it, just went Took this kid Yeah Drove him God knows how far You don't say Do you want to ride home You take you him tell, home You tell those guys yeah. You take him home This poor kid's gonna walk <laughs> home
1: <laughs> He's just kicking the desk and the cans Next to the sheriff's station yeah. As he's sad trombone <laughs> Down See? the street Tony Craig visiting science guy, Mike. And there's this Why whole... he
0: doesn't have his own secret government scientist. He's, yeah. he's going to the same guy the the local doctor is yes. using, Mike, who's, you know, claim to fame is he's a pushover. So he'll stay until 2.15 and that's where we get a great montage yes. of scientific stuff going on. Looking
1: at printouts, yes. pushing buttons,
0: peering into microscopes. <laughs> Swirling chemicals and beakers and giving the... I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, look. The montage makes it sound like it's most of the
1: day. And he finally is like... I've run every test. Yes. It's inorganic. <laughs> and it's not from this earth. And it's growing. <laughs> but Tony, Mr. Tony Craig, Secret Agent Man's response is, have you found anything to destroy it? They are literally just looking at this thing why would mike think of i should figure out a way to destroy it i haven't been asked that's how science works <laughs> yeah, but he's like, I, I, i'm gonna destroy it <laughs>
0: here's something we haven't seen before first thing we need to do is figure out how to destroy it before we learn about it and mike said i've run every test i know
1: mr tony craig secret angel man leaves and he picks up his his cellular phone mobile phone device in his car and he calls the some number and says, Emergency Alert One. We know that maybe this is a big deal. I mean, a one, maybe that's the top of the scale. We don't we there's no, no reference con. to what Tony Craig is doing this whole time. He just we don't even know who he works. <laughs>
0: <though>. <laughs> no. He
1: could be We some know he can flash a ba- Yeah, he yeah. can
0: flash a badge and yeah. intimidate some podunk sheriff and he's got white wall tires and yeah. That's all we know about Tony Craig.
1: We don't know anything. We don't know. He walks
0: confidently yeah, in pretty much no. any setting. He's very comfortable in his own skin. Billy's last
1: day begins. Begins in the park with his girlfriend. They have sex. <laughs> and it's a really odd shot because it's a really close up of them
0: kissing like yeah, a really was. odd the music, shot the music is very different from yeah. any music we've heard yeah. and it's i don't know if it was meant to be artistic it wasn't graphic no not stretch, at all but it was uncomfortable because i don't need to be that close to anyone's face it's it was uncomfortable so and you're right
1: it was me. not sexual at all there's nothing graphic the music
0: was very sweet yeah. it was very pedestrian you yes. i've seen more graphic on network television isn't this where she comes across, Billy's leaving the necklace laying Yeah, out.
1: and he's sleeping. You yeah, know, he's sleeping. Post-coil, you know, yeah. yeah. He's, he's lazy. He, he's
0: lazy, <laughs> he does. He likes to sleep He's a lazy teenager. So she finds the necklace. She goes, huh, here's so, a weird necklace. Yeah. I think I'm going to set it on Billy. And she sets it onto his wound where the metal is. That activates the blasting. He opens his eyes. His yeah. eyes are changed. The teeth change. Skin is changed. She screams. She's out of there.
1: And he actually gets up. It's funny because in the background, he lumbers around and he runs into the van. It looks like he passes out and falls on the ground. (laughs) It's a really weird scene. Chuck has a new car and they're driving. They're listening to some cool tunes. There's a lot of this driving (laughs) scene going on. They see a plane take off. But Billy, who was in a small town, was on a laser blasting rampage, is now in the middle of the desert. Mm -hmm. And somehow that plane which you believe what Tony Craig called, knows exactly where Billy is. Chuck and Froggy saw that plane. It's taken off, and it's in the desert now, and it's going to shoot and kill Billy. At least that's why I put together. It was really hard to have watched it a couple times. You know, they have a sharpshooter in that plane, and they take pot chops at Billy, and he's at, it almost seems like, the exact same place that he found the original laser blast. Mm-hmm. Of course, the plane cannot stand up to any laser blasting.
0: No, it dodges it for a while. And Billy does the fist pump yeah. in the air with the laser blaster a number of times to show, I'm not, I'm still here. I'm still here. I'm Billy. I need to be acknowledged. And they go back, <laughs> they shoot him once, and he's still okay. He's still there with his laser yeah. blaster. And then he, yeah. they finally, they dodge that bullet enough times, and they get laser blasted.
1: That's it for them. And Billy Olsen, who was in the middle of the desert... Is now back in a green area next to a freeway and Chuck and Froggy, of course, bullies to the end, don't realize it's Billy and they think they're gonna mess with some guy who's hitchhiking. And they're like, Yeah, it's gonna be fun to mess with that creep. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it turns out it's they recognize it's Billy at the last moment and he blows them up. He takes
0: That's, them he takes them out very well. That's yeah. there's a flaming car. It's burning. Then it blows up.
1: That's when all of a sudden Billy gets a ride with the hippie, and he's back. Nice guy, that yeah.
0: just a VW bus. Yeah. pulls up, says, "Hey, man, you need a ride?" He picks up this hideous monster with a giant gun on his arm, and then he does. He does talk a lot, and I don't know what he's saying. I watched it two or three yeah. times trying to figure out the gist of his story. I think he's just sort of an acid burnout yes. kind of guy, but he was harmless, you know. And Billy blows up. A Star Wars billboard.
1: That's one of the most iconic scenes of the movie when he's with the hippie, is they come back and they see a Star Wars. It's not even a billboard. It's just a song. Yes. And he blows it up. And it's the second reference to Star Wars in the movie. Because Froggy
0: saw it five times. Yes,
1: exactly. And Deputy
0: Unger pointed out. So he blows up the Star Wars sign billboard thing, which is clearly a way of saying, hey, Star Wars Wars isn't real. This is real. This is real. This is very similar to what uh, Wes Craven did. And I think the Hills Have Eyes, there's a Jaws poster. And then it became this back and forth thing with him and Sam Raimi because Sam Raimi had a Hills Have Eyes poster in The Evil Dead, I believe. And then Wes Craven, I think, put an Evil Dead poster in Nightmare on Elm Street. Sort of to say, this is yeah. this back and forth. The fun thing it was—it yeah. was just done to say this is the real horror. And so there is definitely a reason they put Star Wars in there, and in the crosshairs of the laser blaster, if you will. Yeah. So after blowing that up, he blows up the hippie driver. He blows the hippie right out of his own van,
1: and then he somehow is, is able to transfer over into the driving seat smoothly. <laughs> Their rustic desert. Downtown also becomes New York cityscape with no one there.
0: No, it's one. empty. They, well, maybe Craig got them to got the seal word out. Out. seal off the town, seal off, off the, the town, town. get <laughs> everyone out, and then don't seal let them go off. to the, the, our historic
1: downtown area <laughs> exactly. that looks like New York with walk-ups. <laughs> exactly the walkup.
0: It's, um, I just was looking at that, going, that is not California, yeah. and Billy is just just He's blowing, blasting, blowing everything yeah. up. There's a there's, He blows up a, a mailbox. It's made yeah. of, of wood. Clearly made of wood. and yeah. then it blows up, just blows up this weird little nude snooze <laughs> stand. And then a cop car comes into the picture, yeah. and he and he blows, blows that up. up. He's just blasting all <laughs> over the place.
1: But we before we continue, we have to remember that back at the colonel's house, all of a sudden for the first time, his briefcase goes beep. beep oh. And all of a sudden, he's like, he's near. And then Kathy goes right to the door and opens up. And you just see the sheriff's car go by. And then Tony Craig says, was that him? <laughs> it, which, it, it makes no sense. And then they two take off. And then they're back at that the historic downtown of wherever the city Where is just, that looks like New York.
0: Yeah, I, I have no, purpose, no idea what the whole purpose of the laser blasting <laughs> is. Because if you're trying to make some ultimate warrior, this yeah. is a fail. Yes. Because this, this thing just takes over somebody and makes them a goofball just going around blowing random stuff up. Doesn't sound like a good plan.
1: Not at all. Not for making a, a super weapon. And then the aliens show up, they land on the top of the building, and they just blast Billy.
0: They blast him for a nice long time, but he doesn't disintegrate like the first guy. How, he just falls down, but the necklace and the gun are both gone. Also, doesn't Tony Craig still have the piece that's growing? Yes. What, what's going to happen? Is Laser it, blast does it, two. Does it, does it just grow? <laughs> does it keep growing? We don't know. And it ends with Billy laying on the sidewalk. Kathy runs to him. Tony Craig is offering her no support. He He's not even concerned that maybe no. Billy might be horribly irradiated. Yes. You know, we've got to keep it away from this. We've got to get some specialists in here. She goes, holds Billy for a good 30 seconds. And then they freeze. Then we go to credits.
1: Excellent way to end Laser Blast.
0: <laughs> it's just... Yeah, it's a it's a piece of work. Yes. It, it is an interesting... Again, you, there are elements that you kind of went, this could have... There was an idea here. I could see this. And I went, do I want to? Do I want to see this? What I want to take... Why not just write something new and different and better instead of going, let's... But this goes back to the whole idea of remake bad movies. Yeah. Don't remake good movies. Like somebody take Laser Blast and go... Let's try to flesh yes. this out a little more, and then make remake it, and we can make it better.
1: I agree. It honestly seemed like they wanted to make Rebel Without a Cause, but with Star Wars.
0: That's the pitch,
1: and in a desert town.
0: That's a, that's the, <laughs> it, it's, that's the pitch. It's Rebel Without a Cause meets Star Wars, yes. and somebody went, "Whoa!" And then they said, well, "Like, stop right there. We yeah. <laughs> we're sold." <laughs> <laughs> and we can get Kim Milford. They show the headshot. Yeah, they go, "Whoa, he's good looking," and he
1: looks a lot like Mark Hamill. I'm yep. just saying. Right now, That's why I got confused. Yeah.
0: Let's let's do this. Yeah, perfect B movie, 80 what, minutes. What was left on the floor?
1: Maybe one year, the director's cut. We oh, learn more I about hope. Operation Sand Dust. Some backstory on Tony Craig. I, and, and, <laughs> maybe and, he fought and, to- turtle aliens in Vietnam.
0: Maybe maybe uh, but maybe an interview with Kim Milford where he his acting choices on on the interpretive dance movements that he was using
1: we will never know anyways that's the end of Laser Blast I hope that uh, people take a chance to go and watch it it was enjoyable it's not hard to find Dragon's Milk, perfect for Laser Blast this beer will
0: Laser Blast you (laughs) if if you're not careful so thanks again I'm Jason, I'm Michael alright continuity issue with the laser blast that is completely unfair because there are so many problems with this movie. I rewound it and I went, they keep showing all these people sitting around the pool and suddenly there's no one around the pool. For some reason that was one that stuck with that's that. The one that's one that, that That's where I'm... That, <laughs> Your I'm, line in the sand. <laughs> that's my line in the sand. That is, I'm going to die on this hill because of the pool. Yeah.